All right, Phil, let's do it. Bring us in. Ah, Lasse, can you freaking believe it? Hey, let's not leave out the laddies. No, Lasse. Oh, I get you. I like the lassies. See, that makes it a bit too long if you go, Ah, Lasse, und laddies. <laughs> und laddies. It's <laughs> like ladies You had to general. throw in the German. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had nothing to do with Scotland. But okay, whatever. So, okay, episode 45, Can You Fucking Believe It? Which... I'm actually, I can't fucking believe that we've actually sort of gotten back on schedule here. Sort of. We're at episode 45, so. It's like, not taking us three months to do Right, that. exactly. So, you know, we were, I was making that joke just a minute ago before we started recording that we're almost at a year's worth of episodes and it's only taken us two and a half years. Yay! Congratulations to us. For almost getting some sort of a reasonable goal. <laughs> That's very low standards. We're doing decided. this longer than we've done anything else. Almost, yeah. Okay, well then, um, we actually have a very action-packed episode for us today for do you. We? That's yes, we do. Well, we have. Sir. We actually have two movies that are new movies that we both, neither of us, that went we get to. to spoil for all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So spoiler alerts in this one. Um, but uh, uh, you saw Captain America. Uh, yeah, me. The, what, we? Oh, yeah, we're switching languages. Mon Dieu. Yeah. Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. He comes, thinks he is Mr. Big Shit with his shield. I don't know. I went some weird. <laughs> I don't know where that <laughs> accent some was. Some weird Russian thing. Sort of, yeah, whatever. So, um, and then I saw uh, Cowboys and Aliens. So we got two new movies, which is like a fantastic feat for us anymore. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. I think it's a fantastic feat for you to have seen. Oh, what? Oh, thanks. Okay. Shut <laughs> up. So, and then we got, um, well, I guess we won't spoil our spoilers, so let's go right into it with the new stuff. Right mm. off the top, because we know how much Charlie only listens to the first 15 minutes, <laughs> and at this point, we are basically have an audience of like five. So, whatever. <laughs> so, you want to go first or you want me to? Go ahead. I'd love okay. to hear about Cowboys on Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Morning radio, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's orange juice in the situation or whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever the hell that was. Situation. Um, but so anyway, yes. Cowboys and Aliens with James Bond, Indiana Jones, uh, Olivia Wilde, um, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> sounds like a fake name anyway. Olivia Wilde. It does sound like a comic book character or something, right? Yeah. Um, Sam Rockwell was in it. Um, uh, who else was in it? There was a bunch of people in it. Um, Keith Carradine was in it. Yeah. Um, it's the sheriff. Yes. And then I think that might have been in the only like real recognizable names. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Um, it's kind of an odd thing with that movie because the title would have you believe it's a very sort of snarky, like, wink-wink, kind of look at us, we're, we're being ironic type of thing. Mm. But it wasn't played that way at all, at all. That's it was what I heard. very straightforward, which I thought was actually, I liked the fact that it wasn't played up for this whole wink-wink thing. Right. Which I think was maybe why it didn't make as much money as I thought it was going to because I think a lot of people were expecting that. This sort of ironic, goofy type of... I can tell you why. It's because nobody under 25 went to see it. Because Harrison Ford, I'll have you know, and, I, and this may wound you, yeah. is no longer a star. Oh, I know. 
<laughs> I know. And Daniel it's, Craig's it's, James Bond. That's not exactly young kid fodder. Sure, I know, but... So, no, I mean, literally nobody. Like, something like 80% of the audience was above 25, and, like, 40% was over 50. Well, either way. I mean, I... I thought it was. I thought it was really. I liked it a lot, actually. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. It was um, basically just so if you don't know the story, it's cowboys and aliens. So there you go. Um, the cowboys are doing their cowboy stuff, and the aliens come down and do alien stuff and try and kill the cowboys. So you know. Oh, and the guy from uh, the other guy that you would might you would recognize probably was the guy from, uh, <laughs> and I don't remember his name, the guy from Joe Dirt that played the Indian that had the firecracker stand. No idea. He's been in some movies. He's You're the only one who knows. I think his last name is Cody or something. No one else in the yeah, world whatever. would make a character reference to Joe Dirt. Oh, sure they would. Come on. No one. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's so the, like, what was, what's the other one? Dickie... Um, Dickie Roberts? Yeah, Child, Child Star. Yeah, that, they're wow. on the same level. Oh, no. More, way more people saw Joe Dirt. No. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so the cowboys are doing their cowboy stuff, and Harrison Ford plays this rancher who more or less controls the town, and his son's a real douchebag, and um, uh, Daniel Craig plays a guy who wakes up out in the middle of the desert, doesn't remember what, anything about what happened to him before he woke up in the desert, really? has the thing on his wrist. You can tell all this from the trailer, so it's not exactly spoilers. No kidding. Um, but then the, the aliens come... And they tear up the town and they kidnap all these people to their alien ship. And um, somehow Olivia Wilde knows a secret. 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 I don't know if that'll even pick up. But yeah, so I mean, it was very straightforward. And it was an action movie, you know. And it was Cowboys and Aliens. And I actually, I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I think I probably liked it more than the average moviegoer would. Yeah. Not just because it was Harrison Ford, which I do have a kind of a soft spot for Harrison Ford, but it not just because of that. I thought it was a, a well done movie, and the effects were good, mm -hmm. and the aliens were requisitely scary and creepy. Were they? Yes, they were. There's this really weird effect where they aliens like they they run around, they have four legs, you know, and they kind of walk upright and stuff. But then there's this really weird effect where their like chest opens up, and these two little arms come out with like three fingers on each arm, like right out of the middle of their chest. It's like ew. Gross. Okay. So, anyway, I did. Say, I will say the one criticism I had of it is that in the in the attempt to make it more of like a actual western than like sort of a creature feature. Right. I think that's sort of the way they went is they wanted to make it more of a western that just happened to have the aliens instead right. of like the Indians or something. Um, there was times when it did get a little slow. They're trying to establish that you know, hey, it's the west and they're on the prairie and they're driving their cattle and. Riding their horses and stuff, it it dragged a little bit in parts. Well, yeah, that's that's one thing that I read that a lot of a lot of people I've I've read have liked about the movie is that it did go to kind of a classic format. Rather, sure. you know, new movies are like action set piece, a little bit of exposition, action set piece, exposition, action set piece. And sure, this yeah. is more of a you know steady rise to a yeah. climax kind of. Definitely, and I like that about it. But I thought there were certain scenes. It actually did go on a little too long. Mm. Um, but, I mean, that's a very minor thing. I mean, I really enjoyed the movie a lot. And uh, 
I thought the one thing, the one kind of weird thing I thought though was that they set up that Harrison Ford, the reason that he wants to sort of fight the aliens and, and whatever is they kidnap his son. Mm-hmm. And, um, his, but the problem is, is that his son, the only establishing sort of scene we have with his son, his son is a total, well, there's like two or three scenes. He's a total asshole. The kid is just a complete shithead. And it's like, I understand that's his son and everything, but you're not exactly rooting for the kid. No, he, but uh, it seemed from the trailer, at least, that they that Harrison Ford, aside from the aliens, was kind of a villain. He, well, he wasn't really a villain. Most landowners in westerns don't come out looking too good. Well, yeah, but see, the thing is, I understand your point, but... It, it was kind of a fine line because he wasn't really a villain. He was more of just a like a hard ass and kind of a jerk. Yeah. He and toward the end he got to be less of a jerk. Mm-hmm. But throughout the whole movie, they sort of made uh, ways to, or they they showed that he wasn't really like a very likable guy. Right. But that he wasn't really a villain. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a kind of a fine line between being just a jerk and actually being a bad guy. You know. Okay. So yeah, I mean. I actually would recommend it. I really do like it. If you're looking for something like Transformers, this is not it. <laughs> really, I mean, it it's actually takes its time and is an actual movie movie as opposed to like just sort of like frying your brain, you know. Yeah. So I liked it. I give it a big thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of the the one another the one small thing too is that I didn't exactly understand so well is that the motivation for the aliens to be on Earth uh-huh. is a little thin. Okay, but. Believable enough okay. to be believable. It's a little thin, and I don't want to necessarily give everything well, away. Is it is it signs thin where they're you know, just here? <laughs> where where aliens who die at the touch of water come to a planet with water in the oh. atmosphere? No, no, no. It's not that thin. <laughs> no. With the planet that's ninety percent water, and you know, in the atmosphere and in the oceans and everything. Right. No, it's not signs thin. It's a little thin, but honestly, the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, that actually is is, is plausible. So, okay, just, you know, and again, I'm not going to necessarily spoil it. So just, and it's not that big a deal, but it's, it, it, when I first heard it, I kind of went, eh, okay, I'll go with it. You know, <laughs> some of those things where you go, everything can't be great. And I think that actually John Favreau, um, surprisingly enough, is I think a very, uh, a very, a very, uh, Good has a very good hand at these big action, sort of big budget um, action type of movies. And Iron Man Two was sort of, nah. But well, I was reading an article on him the other day that said he absolutely hated that movie and hated that experience. Iron Man Two. Yeah. Really. Well, isn't he doing Iron Man Three? Yeah. I thought he was, but I know they're making an Iron Man Three. Oh. But no, I think he has actually. It's surprising to me that he started out in this real indie. Uh, you know, swingers. It was this real low budget, you know, whatever. But then now he's got this like big. He actually has a re- he has a good handle for it, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. The fact that some you know when in, when somebody can take one of these movies and not just make it look like either a hey look how much money we spent or yeah. b go I don't know what to do with the money we spent. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I liked it. I give it a recommendation. All right. So there you go, Cowboys and Aliens. Go see it if you're over 25. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anyway, um, now your your contribution to the summer blockbuster fest, apparently, that we're doing, sort of. 
Well, a limited one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Captain America starring Chris Evans. Not Chris, uh, who, who do I always get him mixed up with? Chris, the guy from uh, American Pie. Chris, uh, uh, the, the real moody guy from, God, that joke went in the toilet. <laughs> I can see him, but I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because so. I haven't seen him in a movie in like four years. Yeah, the real sort of dopey. You know, yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway, whatever. The guy with the pie. Yes. No, no, no. Not Jason Bates. Oh, God. You really, you get... Chris Evans confused with Chris Klein. Have you seen that guy? You know, he I, looks like a drugged out weirdo loser. No, not that I get them confused with like if I see him on the screen. I'll say, I'll sometimes say Chris Klein if I mean Chris Evans or Chris Evans when I mean Chris Klein. So that's what I'm saying. I see. Wow, we railed that joke right into the ground. As did the Cowboys. Perhaps win. because it wasn't very funny. It would have been funny if I could have remembered. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, um, yes. Captain, Captain America. America. Chris Evans. Hugo Weaving, as you've seen him many times before. As the villain. Yes. Hey, that's and, a surprise. Uh, who else? Tommy Lee Jones. Toby Hooper. Or not Toby Hooper. Toby um, Jones. Isn't, um, who's the scientist guy? Uh, the older. No, no, no. Um. Oh, yeah, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci, right. And um, Iron Man's dad <laughs> is played by Dominic Cooper. Okay. So I can't remember what his name is. Stark. Whatever. Yeah, anyway. whatever. Mr. Stark. Whatever. Um, so, yes. It, uh, cast of thousands. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And uh, it, in many ways, is the same thing. It is a very classically structured film. Okay. From beginning to end. Um, you know, there's some action montages in the middle. Right. Really? There you're like, okay, it's cute, but let's move on. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I can see, though, that would be a lot more in place with that movie than mm. it would be with, like, Cowboys and Because if they showed right. a montage and Cowboys and Aliens, it'd be like, really? The whole movie happens over this the space of about two days. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, so uh, essentially the plot line of this movie is that um, Stanley Tucci has invented a serum that makes supermen. Ooh, ubermen, even. In, indeed. <laughs> and uh, so it was stolen from him once, and Hugo Weaving took it Ooh. and became the villain. Uh, Never and, saw that one coming. <laughs> and then he, they give it to uh, Chris Evans, and he becomes Captain America. Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, they don't realize Captain America's potential uh, until about halfway through the movie, I think. Really? Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it's maybe 45 minutes to an hour into the movie before Captain America becomes Captain America. Really? Like, you know. Well, I heard somewhere that they, like, in parts of the movie, they just use him as sort of like a guy to sell war bonds or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah? Uh-huh. Okay. He's got a whole musical number. Oh, and, God. And that's one of the montages of the film. Is him selling war bonds. Wow. With a bunch of, you know, gals marching in the right, Yeah, with it. big top hats on. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, and then uh, once they do, you know, they put him to work taking out the, I can't remember what the octopus, I don't know, whatever the name of really? Hugo Weaving's little organization is. Because oh. Hugo Weaving like, has, oh. has broken away from um, the Nazis. Ew, those Nazis. <laughs> And there's actually a little swipe at Indiana Jones at the, at the beginning of the movie. What? Yes, 
because he, he he go it's it's the movie you know is 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 meant to go into this Avengers universe. Sure, yeah. So at the beginning, you've got the very first scene of the movie is Hugo weaving, um, going to Norway to find this relic of Asgard okay. that holds a lot of power and, and you know he builds laser weapons with it, essentially. Okay. Um, but uh, but he picks up this thing and he's like, and the Führer digs for trinkets in the desert. Uh, yeah, that's a fairly veiled swipe, but I guess it could be considered that. It yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But um, so well, yeah, it, it goes forward. It, it's got a really great tone. Chris Evans is really good uh, with a part that could have been really boring. Yeah. Um, Isn't it funny though too that in a lot of these superhero movies, especially superhero movies, the hero is sort of the least interesting part of it. It's right. weird to me. It's that it seems a little backwards. Well, well, but here, but that's the thing. The most popular uh, heroes are are usually the antiheroes. Iron Man is a, is essentially a douchebag who puts on a suit. <laughs> right. Batman's this guy who's just completely um, psychotic. Exactly, basically. like a totally damaged guy. Right. Yeah. With, Two competing personalities. Superman's sort of like Boy Scout America. And people Superman's are like, the most boring. Yeah. 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 He and Spider-Man in the too, 80s. really. Spider-Man is sort of, he's sort of just this nerdy he's kid. Angsty. Yeah, he's a little emo. But but Captain America is like the most wonder bread of wonder Oh, bread. sure. Yeah. No, he's um, he is the pure white bread. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, so at, at any rate, you know, Captain America goes on to beat or win, or whatever, against... What's his name? I'm not going to say his the name. Red be- Skull? <sighs> what? I Did wasn't going to say his name because they don't actually give that away until, like, the final 45 minutes. Really? Yes. Why, why it's would hidden. They- what? So thank you, Amos. What? What? How is that a spoiler? Everybody knows that's who the villain I is. I don't think most people are familiar enough with Captain America to know oh. what that is. And then, okay. if you'll remember, they don't really give it away in the trailer either. Yeah, you're right. Okay, fine. You know what? Fine. Sorry. I screwed up. <laughs> yes, you Sue did. Me. Sue me, podcast diverse. So anyway, uh, yes, he goes on to battle and whatever. Uh, so, it's, it's, it's a really good movie, I think. It's certainly more consistent than Thor. Mm-hmm. I think Thor, at its high points, I liked better. Right. You know, the Asgard scenes had, had a certain grace to it that most of Captain America doesn't have. Well, yeah. But yeah. but for what it is, it's certainly more consistent. It doesn't have the lows that Thor has. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, well, Joe Johnston, you know, he can exactly. what he's doing, apparently. The, the, I guess the reason they gave him the movie was the Rocketeer, essentially. Yeah. And uh, October Sky. Oh, jeez, wow. <laughs> I forgot about that, but yeah, no, the Rocketeer. I watched. I rewatched the Rocketeer not too long ago. Yeah, and I, I, did we talk about it last week? I don't we know, might maybe have. a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's a you know, it's a fun movie. It, it's you know, watching it now, I thought it was because I watched it maybe five years ago, and I thought it was pretty slow. It is a little. It's a little boring in parts yeah. and stuff, and it doesn't really have the high points that like the high peaks. But I will say this: I watched the original Batman not too long ago, and it's the same way. Honestly, there's probably. In the whole movie of Batman, there's, I think, four scenes where Batman is actually Batman. Yeah. In the whole movie. Oh. Uh-huh. And it's like, wow, you know, you, the structure of these movies has changed so much. Well, yeah, as Americans want their shit speeded up. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want this talking to Kim Bassinger. I mean, come on. What the hell? I mean, why not? Why I mean, are you not punching somebody? I mean, if you look at that, I mean, the first movie was all like a love triangle kind sure. of. Sure. Yeah. And the, by the fourth movie, Elle McPherson essentially had a walk-on. As yeah, I know. Interest. She could have shot her scenes in like one day. Exactly. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Um, but anyway... So, Captain America, I think, go see it. I think it'd be hard not to like it. Yeah, no, I definitely want to see it. In fact, I, uh, I'm i thinking I, I might actually end up going to see it this weekend because I really do want to see it. Mm-hmm. I actually think that my uh, I would I wanted to see Captain America more than I wanted to see Thor. Yeah. Just because I always liked Captain America better than Thor. Yeah. I always thought Thor was kind of stupid. Yeah. Like, when they, with the comics and stuff. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? I, and it, uh, did not, I mean, there's there's no spoiling this. It's it's uh, some of it's on the internet already. But at the end of the movie, you, you always stay. You have to stay yeah, at yeah. the end at a, at a Marvel picture. Yeah. Um, is the first teaser for the Avengers. I've seen that. Yeah, online. The full thing, or just because like Marvel put up a small clip. I but saw the one. A much bigger clip on the movie. I'm pretty sure I saw the whole one because I saw the part where they he shows up in New York. Nick Fury comes and grabs him, and then then there's a scene where they're like in some lab and they're all kind of talking to each other. Uh-huh. I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's longer than that. Oh, really? Yeah. On the actual movie? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I think that the problem with these movies, in a way, and not to say that Captain America's a bad movie, because I want to see it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad, because I haven't seen it, but you said <laughs> it. So anyway, it's just such, it's almost like you almost go... It's a cool movie, but it's almost like you know that it's just leading up to the Avengers. Mm. And it's almost like as long as you're just going to make these movies as sort of this preamble to the Avengers, you might as well make them good, which it seems like the way that they're doing it. Right. They want to make these good movies, but they also know that that's going to be the lead up to the Avengers. And who is doing the Avengers? Joss Joss Whedon? Something like that. I think it is. And you know what's funny, though, is I was thinking about it, not to get too nerdy, but, like, I was thinking about it, and all the characters I've seen, you know, Iron Man and uh, Captain America, Thor, and uh, the other people like, um, uh, what's his name, Jeremy Renner. I can't remember what character he plays. Um, but he's in Thor. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the Asian guy? Jeremy not Asian. Not Asian. Agent? Okay. No. Jeremy Renner. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm thinking of something totally different. It's like... Haywire, I can't remember. What is Hawkeye? Yes. Okay, Hawkeye, yeah. So, but I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, Thor's a god. Right. Based on the movies, at least, he could kick, he could like destroy everybody. Yeah. No, no. Well, that's the same problem with Superman. Yeah. How, How do you give a villain to Superman? Because. It's like he's he's indestructible. He can go. He can fly at the speed of light. Whatever. He's you know. It's like what do you do with that? You right. know. At least Batman. I mean, if you you can shoot him at least. Yeah. You know? And so he has to have all these cool. He's a normal and... guy with suits on, just like right. Iron Man. Right. Exactly. And that's why I think those guys are a little more interesting. Yeah. Because it's like you go. Well, they actually. I mean, Superman. What are you going to do? You could drop a nuclear bomb on Superman. Yeah, it wouldn't well. happen. It wouldn't matter. Exactly. Um. One thing I was going to ask you about Captain America. Now, this is just me being curious about it. Okay. With the super soldier serum, right? Yes. Now, does that actually give him some sort of superpowers or does it just make him a really like, um, does it just like sort of make him like a really uh, cool guy who can do all kinds of fighting and he's big and strong and whatever, but he doesn't actually have any like superpowers? 
No, he doesn't have any superpowers, no. But he's just like a heightened guy. Like, he's he's like the soldier times five, kind of. Or times more than that, but yeah. Okay. I just wasn't... Because I remember in the... In you the, know, like, there's, a, there's a, the first scene where uh, the villain, Hugo Weaving and Chris Evans, meet. Hugo Weaving just gives up and he, you know, sets the destructor right. bombs on his little plant and he just turns to Toby Jones and says, they are all overmatched. Yeah, and okay. They just leave. Okay, so no, I just wanted to see if like I mean it doesn't make him bulletproof or something or no. whatever. Okay. It gives him like fast healing. Okay. So like he gets shot, but then like, you know, an hour later he's fine. Right. Okay. I I know what you because mean. I, I was think just... what they say is like, you know, his metabolism his metabolism burns like six times more, you know, higher yeah. than anybody else or whatever. No, I get it. I just I was just wondering if they cuz I think I remember, I didn't read much Captain America comics, yeah. but I did read them here and there. And I don't remember him actually having really like superpowers. I mean, I, I mean, kind of like like he can run as fast as a car, kind of stuff. You know, right, but it's that. yeah, it's but he's not. not like Superman or something. No. Right. Okay, gotcha. Just curious. But uh, yeah, you know, whatever. I but thought I think it looks good. Like I said, I want to see it. So yeah. Well, do. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> um, so I will tell you a movie that I will not see, and I have nothing to say about otherwise other than I will not see it. What's up? The Smurfs. Yeah. Fucking little bastards. That's so sad to me, because I loved that show when I was, like, seven. Well, yeah, but everybody liked it when they were seven. But they so bastardized it. You're right. They did. I mean, and, and I'm sorry, but, like, I love Hank Azaria, but really? Yeah. As Gilgamesh? Gargamel. Whatever. Gilgamesh? That's, like, a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I know. And then and uh, Doogie's in it. Yeah. Why? How did they... Uh, that guy actually is a very funny guy. Well, they're trying to, to capitalize on Alvin. Yeah, but in Alvin and the Chip, Jason Lee is no doogie. <laughs> really? Like, I don't know that I'd elevate one so I much think over that, the other. I think that uh, Jason Lee is not nearly as funny. But, I mean, he's funny, but I think that he's, if you asked, okay, if you asked an average, 10 average people, mm. Do you know who this is or that is? Yeah. Three of them may know who Jason Lee is. Mm. But probably almost all of them. Maybe almost all of them. Well, he's been on network TV for like seven years. Longer than that because he was Doogie. Well, but I mean but yeah, I know currently. What you mean. Yeah, yeah. And he was in all these sort of quirky things like how, uh, Harold and Kumar and... Undercover Brother. Undercover. It's getting all racial up in this piece. <laughs> I love that movie. Anyway. Okay, so we're getting way off track. Yes, we are. We're meandering. Okay, well, you know what? Here's what I'm going to suggest. Let's do the smoke break. We'll come back with our sort of somewhat shorter, uh, probably, reviews of various things, because those were the two biggies, I think, at this point. So we're about, uh, you know, 26 into it. Good time for the smoke break, maybe. All right. All right. We'll be back. And we're back. Like you knew. Yeah. We always say the same thing. We always say, yeah, like you'd notice. But whatever. Just so you know, these people need hey, to know. Come on, and we got some consistency. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think we'll go into maybe now the shorter stuff a little bit. I, I don't know. I can't imagine that the the stuff that we still have left is going to be as in depth as our I can't superhero remember. movies. I, yeah, I doubt it. Okay. Uh, did you have something you wanted? to Well, talk about? I was going to talk about <laughs> private school just okay. real briefly. Um, I have. I've never seen this movie. Never heard of this movie what? from what you were describing to me. Yeah, you know, it's a very, it's an odd movie. It's, um, it's, uh, 
it's one of these like uh, 80s sex romps, high school, whatever. Right. And it has Phoebe Cates and Matthew Modine. And I th- I'm pretty sure it's the fat guy from Animal House who plays the fat guy in this movie. Okay, yeah. The sort of dorky, dark-haired guy. Yeah, yeah. And He's in first. Yeah, that's right. Oh, good. Good pull on that one. <laughs> um, but then uh, it also has this this girl named Betsy Russell. Okay. Who is sort of the sex pot of the whole thing. Oh. And it also has, and I don't know her name, but it has a girl who is in a bunch of movies in the 80s and early 90s who played a waitress in Roadhouse. And she's a very kind of unattractive type. <laughs> she's not. Okay. She literally plays like the non-attractive uh, waitress in Roadhouse. Nope. Oh. You recognize it. I've never seen Roadhouse. Oh, Phil. <laughs> oh, Phil. I think I've been avoiding that in Black Dog, you know. Oh, There's some Phil. Patrick Swayze movies out there that one shouldn't see. You Steel ha- Dawn. I've seen all three of those movies. <laughs> um, but you have to see Roadhouse. Come on. It's like the ultimate height of cheese. No, thank you. Uh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Private school. It really has basically no plot. It's... um. It's a ripoff of sort of a cross between it is it's trying to be Animal House, kind of, okay. but it's in high school. It's not in oh, college. Uh-huh. So this the Matthew Modine and Phoebe Cates, the A cast, yeah, exactly. And Matthew Modine is such a goober in this movie. Oh my god! When is he not a goober? Yeah, well, a chocolate covered peanut. Yeah, yeah. But um, they're supposedly in love and they're gonna go get married and then. Uh, they're going to run away to, like, Niagara Falls or something. They're going to do it for the first time, and it's this big deal. And, of course, you know, hilarity ensues. Of course. Um, but it's uh, it's memorable because this, in a way, because uh, this this girl, Betsy Russell, I oh. think that's her name, Betsy Russell. And she's this real, like, uh, you know, the, she's the sexy one. She's, like, the popular girl that nobody actually really likes, but she's a popular girl. Okay. And uh, she's naked in, like, half the movie. And apparently she never, like, really did anything again, but she was somewhat famous just for that role. And uh, it's, it's, it's really pretty stupid. And <laughs> there's actually a very – if I can do my – if I can actually plug a little bit, there's a very – I wrote, like, a, uh, a fairly long article about it on my old blog, which I hardly ever update anymore, which is Profit422 at dot – I'm sorry, Profit422.blogspot.com. And it's one of my... I did what this a little, shameless plot. I know. I and can't believe you do that. I know, right? And then, But I did this, this feature a couple of times called Cheesetastic. Uh-huh. And it's such a cheesy movie, I had to write about it. So there you go. So if you want to hear more about private school, go to that. Because it's actually a pretty funny article. If I do say so myself. Okay. So that's about it for that. <laughs> uh, All right. So Well, ahead. I might have more to say about a couple of these. <laughs> um, I watched The Other Guys. With, uh, I think we kind of half mentioned last week or the week before. Um, but, uh, so Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell play strange idiot cops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I've, <laughs> I've seen this movie, so yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, uh, strangely enough, I found it quite funny. Yeah, I, I, I really like, like some of it, it was that kind of, like bizarre humor that makes you turn your head a little bit right. before you laugh. Yeah. Well, and Will Ferrell was such a maniac in that movie. I mean, he was just <laughs> a nutcase. Well, and who was it that played his? Eva he plays Mendes. Eva Mendez, right? 
<laughs> Tell her hi for me. Yeah, and then Mark Wahlberg is like, that's your wife? Like, the whole time? Like, what? Yeah. And she's like so, just, she just like kisses his ass all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was I a weird movie. I love some of it. Like, Michael Keaton, like, constantly pulling out the TLC lyrics. Yeah. What's up with that? I know. <laughs> it was totally bizarre. I don't know. It was a very bizarre movie. Well, not very, but fairly bizarre movie. But it was pretty funny. More and more, I really like Steve Coogan. Yeah. Like, he's really funny. He is movie. a funny guy. I love that that like montage of scenes where he keeps tricking them into stuff. Yeah. Like, like here's a, I have some t- tickets to the Jersey Boys. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. The Jersey Boys and Mamma Mia. Yeah. They, they, they go away before asking their question. <laughs> right. Like, he tricked us again. Yeah. Well, have you seen... You haven't seen The Trip? No, I still I, haven't. I've heard that he's very funny in that. Indeed. He does... I heard, actually, a little audio clip of it where they both, the two of them, uh-huh. Steve Coogan and whoever the other guys, do their Michael Caine impressions. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's, like, spot on. I was <laughs> amazed. I was like, wow. <laughs> I know. I saw that They show it in the trailer. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, You've anyway... You've got to talk a little bit more like this. Yeah. But that's early Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, the other guys. I, my opinion of it was that it was it was intermittently funny, but it wasn't consistently funny. Well, I think that's almost that's almost. I think you can say that about every Will Ferrell movie. Well, that's they're, true. There, those are the kind of movies that are the inheritors of like an airplane. Uh, or or Naked Gun, where they're just throwing so many weird jokes at you that, yes, some of them are going to dud and some of them are... That's true. I think that the, the the jokes come a little bit slower in the Will Ferrell movies, though. Yeah, probably. Airplane is like every <laughs> two and a half seconds. Yes. Um, but no, I mean, I, it seems to me like these lowercase Will Ferrell movies that most other people don't like... Are the ones I do like, like Land of the Lost and the other guys, and like Blades of Fury, or yeah. Blade, was it Blades of Glory? Blades, Blades of, of Glory. Yeah. See, you know, the, for whatever reason, the I agree with you on the other guys. I thought it was pretty funny. I didn't particularly like Land of the Lost. I didn't. I liked Blades of like Glory. Him? Okay, but like my still my favorite by far my favorite Will Ferrell movie still has to be Anchorman. I just don't get that movie. Uh, I didn't get you know what's weird I didn't get the first time I saw it either I went to see it in the theater and I went huh like I and but then I saw it again and I was like this is genius (laughs) see I have watched it in pieces over and I I'm still like no (laughs) no no I don't get it well it's a very specific I think that a lot of those movies they'll take they'll go okay this is what we're gonna do and there's a specific type of humor or sense of humor or whatever that's gonna get it not everybody will but this is what we're doing yeah the only part of Anchorman that I thought was outrageously funny was the Anchorman brawl or whatever. That oh, right. With, with Tim Robbins from PBS. <laughs> no commercials. No mercy! <laughs> that cracked me up. But that was the only part of the movie that did. Sorry, but, I'm like choking on my... I don't, I, like Land of the Lost, I just don't... I just don't get that. Like, that movie's so funny. Well... Like, that... Like, for one of his movies, like I was laughing like consistently throughout that movie. I guess I just I don't know. I guess that and humor is so subjective, so Indeed. I can't say it's that very it's very like, true. And my taste in humor is a strange taste in humor. Well, so. and you know what the thing that I'm a little disappointed about um, in sort of in general when it comes to talking about Land of the Lost and stuff like that mm. is that Danny McBride 
is in it. Obviously, he's in Man of Lost. He's been in a bunch of movies. I think that guy is really funny. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason, he hasn't quite gotten the movie where he is like as funny as he should be almost. <laughs> he came close in um, in uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. See, I I loved him in that in in Land of the Lost when he when they're all drinking the the like crazy juice. Yeah. He's like <laughs> he's just walking on like you know Will Ferrell comes up in the pool. He's like Marco, like Polo. <laughs> well, then he's they, talking to Chaka. Right. He's like, uh, you ever get tired of being wrong? I yeah, do, I, I do, I, do. I really do. That was pretty funny. But no, I think Danny McBride, and that's one of the reasons I would like to go see 30 Seconds or Less, or at least see it at some point. I might not go in the theater because that's one of those ones that you can see on DVD or whatever. Right. It would be about the same. Uh-huh. But, um, wow, somebody's strangling a cat apparently. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think he's a very funny guy, but it's almost like he's not quite... In, he hasn't quite got the movie where I agree with you. Like sometimes it's just a little off, and in yeah. a lot of his movies, you're just like, I don't know. It should be better, but it's just not quite there. Or like something. his sensibility just or his timing doesn't work in a movie. Maybe it works better on TV or something. something yeah, like Eastbound and Down or whatever. Yeah. I've never seen that show, but I've heard it's good. He's kind of like you know, he's like Jack Black in a way. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's a funny guy, but then you kind of go, well, wait a minute, you know, this <laughs> isn't that, that funny. I'm watching is very funny. Yeah, it's weird. So, okay, um, you know, the other guys, I think I would say watch it if you know, it, it's not necessarily one that I think you would bust down the door to blockbuster yeah, right. to see, but it's a good movie. But I, you know, Lazy Sunday Afternoon sure. is perfectly entertaining. Sure. Um, okay, so you got another movie or I, two new, two more movies? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then we'll go into trailers. Um. Yeah. So I also watched that, uh, and now I've forgotten her name, the biggest star of all time, Julia Roberts. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Taylor? I no, her latest magnum opus, Eat, Pray, Love. But not necessarily in that order. Well, in the movie, it's in that order. Well, but you know, hey. I guess it could be because you know you go. It's like say it's a, it's like a date, right? You go out to eat and then you pray on the way back that you're gonna love. Oh God! Come on! I figured this out. <laughs> so anyway, it's a somewhat overly serious movie, or maybe it takes itself too serious. It's directed by uh, what's his name, the creator of Glee. Ryan Murphy. Okay. Does that sound right? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But anyway. I um, was like, okay, never mind. Go ahead. It's Ryan something. Something, yeah. Okay. Glee and Nip Talk. Right, right, all right. All those things. Um, and popular for anybody out there who remember popular. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, essentially it's about this lady who comes out of a marriage that she realizes she wasn't happy in uh, and falls immediately kind of. In, into a relationship with another guy she's not particularly happy with, realizes that she's living her life for these men and decides to take it a year off. And spend from dating? A, from life, essentially, oh. from her normal life. And she goes for a few months in Italy, a few months to India to an ashram, and then a few months in Bali. Gotcha. Well, that would be nice if I, you know... Exactly. Just be like, hey, you know, fuck it. I'm going to <laughs> India, Bali, and, uh, you know... 
Rome. Rome. So, uh, it's, you know, it has moments of genius, like there's a scene where she tries to recreate Thanksgiving in Italy that's pretty great. Um, but, uh, and the, I mean, you know, like, as far as, like, a travelogue of a movie, like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to Bali, like, <laughs> right. next Tuesday, man. That's fucking yeah. uh, pretty astounding. But, right. um, but as a movie in and of itself... For some reason, like, where she is at the beginning of the movie isn't that different from where she ends up at the end of the right. movie. Like, and it's just an excuse to show you pretty scenery in between. Yeah. That's that, kind of how I felt about it. Yeah, that's like, kind of what I heard about it, too, is that... And I actually had heard that... And I'm not... I'm trying to interrupt too much here, but I had heard that people resented that movie somewhat because they, they sort of felt like, well, oh, poor you. You can, uh, you know... Oh, you're not happy with your relationship. I'm going to take a year off and travel around the world. Um, oh, poor baby. You know. <laughs> it's about finding yourself, man. Yeah, well, if you got the money to do it, shit, I'll find myself in India anytime. <laughs> Whatever. You I know? That would be the one leg of that yeah, trip I'd never I, take. I don't know about India, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah. I've heard that people sort of – and I've actually heard that from more than one, like, say, reviewer and or news source or whatever, that people sort of – the general sort of consensus that they – felt or heard was that people sort of resented that. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, it's certainly a very elitist look sure. at the world. You know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, it's, it's okay. You know, I mean, Julia Roberts is Julia Roberts. And if you can stand her, you can stand her and you'll, you'll deal with the movie. Right. Some of it is like, for me, the India scenes just were kind of a lull in the movie and the Rome scenes were pretty great. And the Bali scenes were pretty great. Yeah. But the the India the prey section of the movie just yeah. was not, not so quite there. Partly because I just didn't really care. But, um, <laughs> sort of a roadblock, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, Javier Bardem, he's doing his normal thing, being Javier Bardem, exactly. Yeah, some yeah. passionate Latino, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I will cure you, Julia Roberts. You will fall in love. Come to the Javier. <laughs> and my page by here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I do not have my air hammer. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I, you know, there, I don't know how much, how much, how more to reframe that. It's sure. okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't, it's not one that I really, personally, I, I think I'd be into. But, you yeah. know, I mean, for, for what it is, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. And the last movie I have to talk about before our trailer section is called Age of Dragons. And the, I just got to interrupt you for a second. The way you described this to me was priceless. <laughs> it's a retelling of Moby Dick with Danny Glover as Ahab. And I went, soul. <laughs> Set in a medieval world where uh, instead of whale oil, they're hunting dragons for their... Dragon oil, essentially, <laughs> um, that powers lights around the world. But anyway, so weird. Yes. Okay. So, so and I, you know, I, I'm, it's some lazy Saturday night, and I'm watching it on Sci-Fi. Right. And uh, I was like, "Wow!" Like Danny Glover used to be a star, man. Oh yeah, and, and he shows up and... looking ancient and his like that whatever's going on in his mouth that lisp whatever has gotten he's gotten to where he's much worse like he's, he's almost like, unintelligent yeah sometimes. no i mean he, even in um 2012 yeah he was i mean it was like sitting there going okay enunciate 
And but, yes, he's an older guy, but still, whatever is going on there is... Yeah. Geez. Um. So, yeah, essentially, this is the story of... So, Ishmael is this weird Canadian actor named uh, Corey Sevier. And, um, I thought you were going to say Corin Corky Nemec. Corin Corky Nemec, my friend. <laughs> Parker Lewis can't lose. He can't. Uh, does anyone besides us remember that show? Anyway. I'm sure there's somebody out there. <laughs> Corin Corky, Corky Nemec. Nemec, yes. And the big doofy guy. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, you know, he hooks up with, with, uh, with Ahab, played by Danny Glover, who actually doesn't emerge on screen for, like, half of the movie. Right. Because he, like... Sits in his little cabin on their strange boat, which I will describe in a moment. And okay. I did use the air quotes yes, there for a reason. boat. Yes. And Vinnie Jones is in the movie. Really? As uh, now, is this a sci-fi movie, like a sci-fi network movie? It was shown on sci-fi. Okay. I have no idea whether the network itself produced. Because it you know what I'm talking about. It's a just a piece movie. of junk. Okay, sure. That that they you threw on the direct this? No. <laughs> Um, it might have been better had he done so, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so it's like totally bizarre and I'm expecting them to get on a boat and for some reason they have this weird metal contraption on wheels that they like somehow takes them around the, the, the woods so they can, so they can, like, it looks like a boat, but it's just this metal. What do they, they, like, pedal it? There there is no obvious means of of movement force. (laughs) Like, in some scenes it's moving along, in others it looks like a house. How weird. (laughs) But I was very confused. I'm like, why are they not on a boat? This is freaking me out. (laughs) Am I stoned? I know I'm not stoned. Did I watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Next Next Generation. Um, but so, wow, Age of Dragons, like, it's, it's pretty far up there on worst movies I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Now, this has got to be, what, a direct-to-DVD kind oh, of Oh, almost certainly, yeah. Okay. I think wow. I may have seen it at, like, Blockbuster. Really? But, Ooh. um, it's pretty darn bad. But I don't know if I could re- recommend it as being so bad it's good. It's nearly there, but not. Yeah, those are the those are it's, the worst to watch. It stuff. stops quite, you know, just, just shy. Yeah, those are the worst because you kind of go, "Oh, this might be so yeah, bad. it's good" kind of thing. But then, has, and then when it's over, you go, "Oh." It has a couple moments where it flies off the handle into like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right." <laughs> but for the most part, it sticks to <sighs> <sighs> right. You just kind of say, <laughs> "You just sort of hunch over." Uh, I'm halfway through it now. I'm about to finish it. Yeah, right? You know, <laughs> I got to see what happens, I guess. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I mean, those those kind of movies are funny because I think Sci-Fi Channel, and I decided this the other day. I was looking through the TV listings, and uh, Sci-Fi Channel, they they know that that's what they're showing. Yes. There's no way that they don't know that. They show reams and reams of shit. Yeah, but they know that's what they're doing, oh. and they that's why they do it. They go, hey, yeah. check it out. This is awful. And you know what's funny, though, is that what I've noticed, not to get too far off subject, what I've noticed is that the BBC America uh-huh. has started to come in at, a, at, at sci-fi at a higher level and do, like, classy sci-fi versus sci-fi shit sci-fi. Really? Yeah. Like what? Well, they, they bought Battlestar, and so oh, they're yeah, showing okay. Battlestar now. They're showing all the Star Treks. 
Okay. They've got some BBC sci-fi shows sure. like Doctor Who that are right. Out. Little classier, sure. A little more legitimate. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on. This is this is sci-fi studios or whatever the hell they exactly. are that brought you, uh, you know, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. <laughs> then like Sharktopus was yes. one other one. There's actually a movie called Sharktopus. I know there's. And then what was that one that was like? I took a picture of it when I saw it at the Red Box and I sent it to you on a text. I can't remember the name of it, and I think I deleted the picture, but it was something even weirder than that. It was like <laughs> well, Sharkzilla versus. Octomom or something. I don't know. But it was so weird. It was... Yeah. <laughs> but they know what they're doing and they go, look, you know, people actually watch some of this stuff. Yeah. Shit, I watched Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. So did you. Yes, I did. So, there's people watching it. Yes. <clears throat> Unfortunately. Deborah Gibson. Oh. Lorenzo Lamas. Oh. <laughs> that Asian guy that they did, <laughs> they had sex in the closet together. Oh. oh. Anyway, so yeah. let's move on to something more entertaining. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so this would be the trailer section, am I right? Yes, let's go right. into the lobby. Uh, exactly. So what do you have to talk about tonight? I'm, I'm getting you into just, like... Uh, you were like Shecky Green or something. No. Uh, no, that guy from New York. <laughs> Get him off! Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Rappaport. Yes. Shoot him. <laughs> Get him. Get him. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I was gesticulating. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Michael Rappaport. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, if, if you've seen True Romance and remember that scene, then you're among the three people in the world that do. Besides me, Phil, and Michael Lots Rappaport. Lots of people remember True Romance. Oh, you're right. You're right. I kid. I kid. <laughs> I kid. I kid. I love it. <laughs> so I saw a trailer that I think that I had mentioned it earlier and off the air, and you said that you hadn't seen it. It's called Tower Heist. Yes, I'm totally it's no a, idea. It's a weird movie. It's um, and this is one of those sort of cast of thousands movies. Yeah, uh, it's Ben Stiller as a star. Well, him and Eddie Murphy. So it's Ben Stiller and Eddie Murphy. And basically, the plot is is that Alan Alda plays the CEO guy who cheated a bunch of people out of their uh, their 401ks or whatever, sort of the Bernie Madoff type, whatever. Right. And he gets uh, house arrest, so he has to go and live in his like $5 million penthouse at the top of this tower that Ben Stiller runs that's supposed to be the high-end, the most high-end living accommodations in the world. Indeed. And so then Ben Stiller hatches this plan to go steal his safe or whatever that uh, Alan Alda's, like, safe and whatever. Mm -hmm. So then he somehow gets Eddie Murphy out of prison because Eddie Murphy is this career criminal who's in prison. Somehow Ben Stiller gets him out of prison to help him plan this robbery. Okay. And it's like a... It's, it's a sort of an, it's an action comedy sort of in the vein of Rush Hour. Okay. And the reason I thought of Rush Hour is because I believe it's a Brett Ratner movie. Ah! But there is somebody, and it's driving me crazy, who it was that is in it that is like... It's a fairly famous actor, comedic actor, who's in the trailer for literally like one shot of the trailer and okay. doesn't even have a line. Uh -huh. And it's like John Stewart or something. And I, I don't think it's John Stewart, but it's somebody like that. Okay. And it's so weird because I was watching it going, what the hell is this? You know? <laughs> and it really honestly does not look very good. I mean, it, the, some of the supporting characters actually look fairly funny. Like there's this maid. Uh-huh. Who looks fairly funny. I don't know who she is. Like, I don't know who the actress is. But she looks pretty funny. Um, but otherwise, it looks like Ben Stiller trying too hard again. Oh, yeah. And um, Eddie Murphy looks uh, odd. 
in this movie. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, it's like the you know how uh, in Star Wars, like Mark Hamill had like a car accident, and all of a sudden in right. Empire or something, he looked way different because uh-huh. he had a surgery. It's almost like what Eddie Murphy looks like. I almost didn't recognize him for a second. Really. He looks very odd. And if you're listening to this, check out the trailer for uh, Tower Heist just because it's so weird to see Eddie Murphy. He doesn't even hardly look like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He looks like his face has somehow flattened and widened or something. Yeah. It's really weird. Huh. And it wasn't makeup effects or anything? No. It's just him. I mean, he wasn't supposed to be in disguise or something. You know, I have to say, like, I have to decide because, you know, obviously he hasn't put anything out since... Uh, you know, when I see the trailer, if it looks good, blah, blah, blah. I'll have to decide whether I want to forgive Eddie Murphy. For, like, Walking out of the Oscars. Like, I, I get what? hung up on those things. Walking out of the Oscars. When he didn't win. Oh, right, right. He just yeah. left. Immediately. Yeah. That's pretty low class. Yes, I mean, it, is. Indeed it is. But anyway, that's just me. Yeah, no, it's I my get weird it. thing. No, I know. And, you know, I think Eddie Murphy, I mean, I really hope that he's going to I really have been hoping for a long time that he's going to come back with something like Beverly Hills Cop or something that's like a hard-edged movie where his uh, his humor, which originally was completely hard-edged, can, well, go, can come out again. You have to remember that he attempted that after his comeback. With what? Uh, you know, it was Metro. I was thinking you were going to say that, but I don't know. That was still... That was after after uh, that was the movie directly after the Nutty Professor, and that was like Paramount going, "Oh, he's big again. Let's put him in this. It's just like what people love about him." Yeah. And that. Well, speaking of Michael Rapaport. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Michael Rapaport, like mm-hmm. he was in that, but yeah, no, that was awful. That was yeah. a big, jack, big fat giant turd. And the second thing, it reminded me of something I wanted to say about the other guys. Okay. Which was the most off-putting part of that movie uh-huh. was the end credits. Where they did, they, they went into the, the whole, weird, like... weird, like, you know, I'm pissed off about Bernie Madoff and the, and the, the economic, economic collapse yeah. thing. I'm like, that was weird. This is a comedy. Why am I watching all these statistics about CEO pay? Yeah, no, that was very weird. I, I'm not sure why they sort of let him get away with that to I start with. It was, it was really totally off. It really yeah. put me off the end of the movie. But yeah. Anyway. No, I understand. I totally understand what you're saying because I was watching going, why am I watching this right now? Yeah. Because I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be leading up to some kind of joke or something. But it wasn't. Yeah. It was just totally serious. Yeah. So, well, anyway. Anyway, so the Tower Heist trailer, it doesn't look very good. But uh, it just, I again, check it out just for the fact that Eddie Murphy just looks so not like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> so weird. And whoever it is, and if anybody can tell me who the, the comedian is or the actor is, it's in that one shot that I went, whoa. Um, let me know. Send an email <laughs> to kenufbi.gmail.com. Uh, or something, I might go back and watch it just to see who I'm talking about. Right. Okay, so was there anything else? Well, I did see the Battleship trailer. You know, I have to say, I watched it as well, and my initial thought was like, I remember playing Battleship, but I don't remember no weird alien messages <laughs> on the board. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was watching it like, oh, cool, this is going to be like naval battle kind of thing. No fucking alien ship. I know. Fucking, I'm like, I, what is this? I was thinking, this is Transformers at sea. Exactly. And I was like, what, what is this? It's so, so weird. And to see that uh, Liam Neeson yeah. was in it, I was going, really? Liam Neeson was sort of making, he was climbing back up there again, and now he's in Battleship? Well, it's a big movie. Well, sure, it's like a hundred and sixty million dollar picture. But um, I, you know, I was thinking after watching that trailer, I was kind of thinking like, 
uh, and Dizabanio said something about it too, is like, Liam Neeson has become, or is attempting to become, the new Harrison Ford. He's taking those roles that Harrison Ford, that people would like, be like, well, can we get Harrison Ford for this part? Nah. No, let's get Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I just, I didn't really get, I mean, there's really, in the trailer, it's, there's not much, I mean, it, yeah. it's very simple. It's like the plot is this, this Marine, or this naval guy goes out and he has one last chance to prove himself. Yeah. And then he goes out and discovers there's aliens out of the water. That's yeah. it. Pretty much. And it's all the rest of it is just a bunch of battleship shots or yeah. whatever. And I mean, and I, and the effects I look good. Admit, it, it look, you know, nothing uh, gets me more than like a, you know, those those giant guns sure, firing. Yeah. Like, they, fire the cannons all the or recoil in the water and shit. I'm like, yeah. that's pretty... Sh- that's cool. I mean, it looks cool. Like yeah. it, visually, it looks cool. Yeah. But it's almost like one of those movies where, and I'm sure it is one of those movies where you go, okay, brain off, eyeballs <laughs> on. Exactly. You know. You know, I, I I kind of want to lump it into into the same kind of barrel as Battle LA, where it's just this weird kind of excuse for military guys to do military. Things. Sure. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Against some it's foe some... that's not a real one. Yeah, some sort of like nebulous, like oh, they're bad, whatever they right. are, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. And I agree like, with you. It, 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 like, you know, not to get political or anything, but I will anyway. But it's <laughs> kind of this like, if our military could d- still do cool shit, this is what it would look like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and I think that you know, done right, the, the whole naval, like the military, the battleship stuff yeah. is cool. Right. I mean, it really is. You know. Well, but uh, I just I, I don't know. I it just the movie itself. I kind of go, what's there? I mean, it's it, why do you <laughs> it have looks to call it Battleship? Like thin as paper because they bought the rights from Hasbro. Sure, but they bought a whole bunch of other rights too. And yeah. I read, I think it was on Dark Horizons or something. But they the other shelved. Day. They shelved a bunch of them, like the Clue one. I was like, no, come on, Clue. Really, I was thankful. I didn't want to see anybody fuck with that movie because I love that. Movie. Well, sure, but I would be very. I would be super curious to see. I just am like. Like, just to be on a fly, a fly on the wall to see what the hell Ridley, Ridley Scott thought he was going to do with Monopoly. I know. Uh, was like, he going to make like, another... Whoa, what? I, I need to know what the hell's going on there. Yeah, I want to read a script. Exactly. Well, I, I was <laughs> thinking, well, what are you going, like, sort of the Gordon Gecko route? Yeah, yeah something you know. like that. I'm like, what is, what is that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, I just... Uh, and then... Yeah, and, and the other thing to, to say about that trailer was that... I'm just not convinced about Peter Berg uh, as a director. Like, the the movie, most of it actually, like, if you just sit down and look at the construction of shots and the movie and blah, 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 looks pretty clunky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I didn't necessarily find it, like, as maybe necessarily clunky, but I sort of saw it as a little sort of generic. Yes. And, and I, to me, it's not quite the same thing, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like you go, well, I think he knows what he's trying to get. And he almost gets there. And I think in Hancock, he did get there sometimes. It's a terrible movie. It is a terrible movie. But there's shots in it that look good. Yeah. Um, well, plenty of Ron Howard shots look good. But there's always something forced. Sure. You know, I mean, and, and to a certain extent, like when I watched The Kingdom, I had that kind of, this is forced yeah. attitude about it. Like, there's something not natural about the way yeah. the movie's made. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, that's one thing. And just to go back, I think that's one thing that I really liked about John Favreau as with the uh, Cowboys and Aliens is it didn't feel forced. Like right. it, it seemed like very uh, to use a stupid, retarded <laughs> industry term, organic kind of. Right. I hate that term, but I use it. Right. I think that's the most pretentious bullshit term. Ever. <laughs> anyway. Um. So. So yeah, Battleship. I don't know. The jury's out on that one. Again, I think that. Well, It'll be like shut brain off, turn eyes on, exactly. eat popcorn. Exactly. You know, spend twenty five dollars. Yeah. Um. So uh, another one I see on your list is the thing. Oh God. Why? That's my question. <laughs> okay. So they made the so thing. So they can make money. Hollywood is in this bizarre phase where all they want to do is remake old movies. I mean, oh, that was one I can add to my list, but um. Yeah. We'll talk about it here okay. in a second. Okay. But all they want to do is remake old movies, and in some cases, not so old movies. But uh, like rebooting Spider-Man three years after the last one came out. Bingo! Uh, I saw the trailer. Um, I haven't seen it yet. But uh, so the thing, like honestly, I'm I love the uh, the the first remake. <laughs> the first say. remake, the original remake. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I kind of appreciate what they're doing, where they're going back and showing the the Norwegian story side first, you know, the first bit of the story before the, the, it's a prequel, right? No. Yeah, it is. If you, if you look at the movie, it's in it's, Antarctica. It's, it's set in Antarctica. Yeah, right. Exactly. But, the, Oh, so it is a pre, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I'm yeah, sorry. I missed that. It's, it's set in the Norwegian camp where the dog comes from at the beginning oh, of, see, of I, the, of the remake. Okay. Um, cause that's where you get that big shot of the ice block. Okay. And then digging into it or whatever. Right. It's, it's okay. See, I didn't. Be... I guess I didn't catch that. That was cheesing. Well, I, but see, the thing was though is that I, I, I saw. I was like, oh, the thing. Like, I saw the listing for the trailer, and I was like, oh man. I was like, <laughs> I gotta watch this just to, you know, because. But at the same time, I, I mean, it looks like about as close to an actual remake as a prequel, quote unquote, can right. be. Yeah. I, I I certainly agree with you there. Um. I have to say that I'm just, like, some of the special effects that you see in the movie um, just look a little like, okay. Like, there's that big scene kind of at the end where the guy's face kind of cracks. Yeah. And I was looking at it, I was like, no. Yeah. I was just like, you know what, you know, I realize we're trying to use advanced special effects, mm -hmm. but the special effects in the, in the, in the 82 version oh, were just... Beyond, like, there's, you can't top them. When I say, and I was going to say they're awful, and when I say awful, I don't mean badly done. Right. I mean, just, like, the grossest, most, like, oh, my God, what am I seeing kind of things. Right. Oh, God. I Just thinking and, about some of those scenes makes me go, oh. I know. It's like, it's crazy. But but there's just no topping how crazy that that Carpenter sure. one was. With the head running across the floor. Or, or, or the, you know, like, weird corn stalk coming out of the dog. Ugh. I mean, and it was better because you knew, like, that shit was actually coming at Sure, it wasn't all just CGI. It, it, right. It was, it was, somebody had to make that shit move. Ugh. And it looked like it was actually there versus yeah. a, a computer-generated thing. And that was my comment on this one. I was like, well, you know, maybe it'll be good, but those, you know, if you're, if you're attempting to do the thing without creature effects, it's going to be weird for me. Yeah, and I think one thing, too, that I really didn't like, I mean, again, my, my first thought was sort of like, why are they doing this? And I understand, yeah, make money, whatever. The thing about it, though, is is that what I there are a couple of things that didn't make sense to me. Okay, 
like you mentioned, the first remake of the thing, the John Carpenter thing, was 82. Mm-hmm. So we are just on sort of the cusp of people who would really kind of remember that. Yeah. Anybody younger than us, unless they're, you know, they're into movies and they went back and watched it, aren't going to remember that. Right. So I don't know if they're counting on that to say that they won't be compared to it. Or if they're going, they're completely missing the mark and going, people who remember this, the thing is cool, so now they're going to watch a remake. I don't know what they're trying to aim for there. Well, at the end of the day, either way, it's a it's a good story. Sure, it is a good but, story. Um, but then also, the one thing, another thing that I really, really did not like about it uh-huh. was that they cast this sort of generic, wimpy chick who they tried to sort of toughen up as the lead. Now, I get why they're doing that, because for one, you know, Oh, the girls as the leads now. That's the thing you got to do, kind of, whatever. But you get this girl with no uh, gravity tour at all. Yeah. Just this generic some chick that came in from the valley somewhere yeah. and was like, I can do it. And it's like, okay, the thing, the Carpenter's thing, you know, had Kurt Russell. And he was a famous guy. And he was, he actually had more some, than a couple famous guys. Sure. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying like as the lead. Yeah. Um, it with was, some gravitas. Exactly. And that girl just doesn't have it, at least yeah, in the trailer. It's for sure. And you, I think, to me, if you're going to have a story like that that's very anchored in the characters and mm-hmm. the, how they interact and stuff like that, you got to have got to have people in it yeah. that are characters that are, exist on their own. Yeah. As And then one of the guys in the goddamn trailer is, what's his name, that real goofy guy, the blonde-haired guy that was like one of the dumber and dumberers. Oh, he's this goofy-ass... Um, he was the Lars Christensen or some Christian. Yeah, 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 yeah. From yeah, okay. From not another teen movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I will say that that I don't have quite as an attachment to the to the to the Carpenter thing as I do to Halloween. So unlike yeah. the Rob Zombie Halloween, which I will never see. Okay. Um, I will probably watch this one. Yeah. I'm not saying that I necessarily have as much of an attachment to the thing from Carpenter, uh, you know, his version. But the, the thing that I had a problem with was, it was like, um, again, for one, why? And for another thing, the, the casting and, and the way that they sort of went about it. You could make a movie, you could make a remake of the thing, even if it's a prequel or a remake, what the hell ever. You could make it, I mean, I think that you could make another really good one. Mm. But that's just not it. Yeah. This is like the prom night version <laughs> of thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, almost certain. It's just, I just was like, you know, you so missed the boat on that. Because <laughs> well, even Dawn of the Dead yeah. had the well, characters. They, were, they brought something new. That was, I think, outside, you know, 28 days later is not really, you know, kind of, like it is a zombie movie, but not really. So that, but outside of that, this was the first movie, Dawn of the Dead was the first movie to throw fast zombies at you. Sure. Yeah, and, and yeah, 28 and Days Later so was kind of a zombie, sort of a zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's yeah. got a little bit too much political pretensions hanging from it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, to be scary, I think. Uh, but no, so you got to, I think the lesson of from Dawn of the Dead, at least, is you've got to find some new angle that amps up your story in a new and interesting way. Sure. And I just don't know that they've done it for the thing. I don't think they have it all, it, at least from the trailer. And we're probably going way too in-depth on the hey, movie just from the trailer. It interests us, whatever. Yeah, no, it's, but the thing is, is like I don't see, personally, I don't see that they did anything different. They can call it a, a, a prequel, or they can say in-name this is a prequel, or it's not really a remake, but it's really, it really is. Right. 
Because you can tell the same story uh-huh. with the Norwegian part of it, where the dog escapes. It's the same story yeah. as the, the thing before. Of course. The thing tries to take you over. Right. And oh, Gross no, shapes. Some of us are not human and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. It's the same thing. Yeah, of course. So anyway, um, what else do we have? We have, um, last week we kind of talked about contagion, I think. It may be a little, I can't, I can't I know, we, I bit. know, I think we did, I, I think that was one of like two trailers we went over. Um, but so this week we'll talk about the other Steven Spielberg movie coming out, or Soderberg. Steven Soderbergh movie, <laughs> Whoa. coming out this fall, Haywire. Yeah, that's a it's very another, good name for a movie, for that another, movie. like... Big cast. Oh, cast of thousands. We are like, but the Contagion and Haywire have nearly the same trailer. Oh, yeah. Uh, structurally. It, oh, at the end, yeah. it comes up with a list of names, you mm-hmm. know, all this yeah. stuff. Well, Steven Soderbergh loves to have these giant casts yes. in his movies. Uh-huh. Which I think is interesting for the most part, but sometimes you kind of go, well, uh, I yeah. don't know. We'll see. For me, the problem with it was, and it looks decent. From a story-wise, and and you can really see some of the Soderbergh touches, like the the opening scene, Channing Tatum, you can tell, is in a Steven Soderbergh movie. Sure. Um, The girl, I don't know. I don't know who that is, and I I gotta say that from that trailer, I didn't really like her. Yeah. No, you're right. It's kind of like the same thing I'm talking about with The Thing, where it's like you get the, the, I mean, ostensibly the lead of your movie, and you go, I don't know, I mean... Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what did I say, or what did we decide earlier when we were watching the trailer? It looks like Salt crossed with the Born Identity. Identity, kind of in a way almost crossed with Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. yeah. But in, okay, so who's in it? It's um, uh, Michael Douglas, or no. Yeah, Michael, yeah, Michael Douglas, Douglas. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Channing Tatum. Um, Antonio Banderas. Antonio, yeah. Um, that might be the notable. There's one other one that I'm forgetting. But whatever. doesn't matter. There's a bunch of people in this movie. And it really looks to me like... And I like Steven Soderbergh. I think he's a very talented yeah. filmmaker. But it just looks kind of generic. Yeah. I mean, it... It looks... It, uh, to me, it looked like Steven Soderbergh's attempt at being Doug Liman. That's how I kinda, took it. yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, but the thing is, too, is that I kind of go, is this story really seem interesting? Because... That's one of the things I did like about, or I do like about Steven Soderbergh, is that for the most part, it seems like the stories that he makes are interesting ones, or at least entertaining ones, which maybe he's going more for entertaining than interesting on this one. Yeah. But I kind of went, I don't know, that's just, I, nothing really does it for well, me on that. Both of these movies that are coming out of his, this one in Contagion, really seem pretty darn lightweight for him. Yeah, but what about the Oceans movies? Those are lightweight. Well, yeah, but those were fun. Sure. I mean, they were tremendous amounts of fun, at least the first one. The first one and 13. And the third one was was okay. 12 was. was, uh, Oh, don't even um, talk about that. But, uh, you know, they they kind of made up for their lightweightness by being... Being fun. By being outrageous. Honestly, anytime that Oceans 11 is on TV, I kind of tend to get a little sucked into it. (laughs) Because it is fun. Yeah. But this one doesn't even look really that much fun. No. It just looks like I'm making this uh, sort of Born Identity type of movie. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. You know? And I'm like, well, it seems to me that he's a much too talented guy to just sort of churn out some generic action. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I, I'm not going to rush out to my local theater and see it. I mean, well, I might. We'll see. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll see another trailer. Maybe I'll have another trailer or something that comes out. <laughs> Maybe I'll read good reviews for it or and something. I don't know. I did also want to talk about, you said you'd seen a lot of stuff for it, but for The Devil's Double. Yep. Um, I was watching that movie on Apple, and I was like, holy fuck. This looks so fucking good. <laughs> I'm there. I, I like went to the website, figured out what day it was coming to Denver. Really? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm fucking there. Wow. Well, and see, here's the thing, though, for me. Um, and uh, just as a, you know, what it's about, since most of you probably will not have heard of this movie. See, this wasn't good. Um, was, uh, was that it's the story of one of Uday Hussein's doubles. Saddam Hussein's son. Exactly. In, in like... Late in like eighties, uh, Iraq. I thought it was like early nineties, like ninety two. I think or it's. So. I think it's supposed to be eighties because nineties would have been the downfall, would have been the war. Okay. So I think this is eighties. I thought it was between the first war and the second war. No, That's what I thought. It's leading up to the first war. I think. Uh, okay. All right. I, yeah. See, I didn't. I don't know what the time frame is. But. So um. So yeah, and it's directed by Lee Tamahori, and I, I finally went, wow, did did Lee Tamahori actually make something that kind of like. You know, made up for all the shit he's done since Once We're Warriors. Right. Uh, crossing my fingers. Uh, yeah, Could yeah. be another triple X State of the Union, but... <laughs> but I'm he's crossing cute. my fingers that it's going to be good, because it well, looks damn good. It, well, and see, the thing is, too, is that, for me, I think one of the things that turned me off of it uh, just a little bit mm. was just seeing the... And see, I don't think I saw the theatrical trailer. I've seen the commercials for it. Right. But they don't... The problem with the commercials and stuff is they don't really explain, like they explain that the one guy is going to be sort of the double for the other guy, uh-huh. but they don't explain who they are, yeah. they don't give it any context whatsoever, yeah. and honestly, when I first saw it, I thought it was like a Colombian-like drug lord almost. <laughs> I really did, because well, they don't give it any context. Yeah, go to Apple, watch the trailer, it's there. Well, no, I know, in the trailer it's there, but yeah. on all this, on this yeah. stuff on the... I do love that quote saying it's the Iraqi Scarface. Uh, yeah, I said... pretty awesome. You know what? I almost... I, and, and maybe I'm remembering wrong, but I could swear they even said the Persian Scarface. No, it'd be, it'd be Iraqi. Because Persian's no, I, a different country. No, 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 I know. That's why when I saw the quote, oh. I was like, huh? <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> i just repeat that for you. You know what? One movie that I we didn't actually put on either of our lists that I was wondering you if you thought was any good, yes, or looked any good was the movie. Oh, uh, and it's like Colum- Colombiana. We talked about that a, a couple months ago. Did we really? Yeah. Oh wow. When we talked about, I mean, I think it's the title of one of our things. Megaton. Olivier Megaton is the director. Oh right, but see. I don't remember seeing. I don't remember we actually talking about the trailer itself. I just think I remember talking about the the, <laughs> yeah. the name. But I don't know. I I actually the I when I first saw the first very first teaser for that, I thought it looked kind of stupid. Uh-huh. But the more I, the more they kind of released a little bit more of it, I thought, oh, you know what? That actually doesn't look too bad. I didn't think it looked bad when I saw the trailer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But anyway, go ahead. With for the Devil's Double, I would actually probably be interested to see it just to see kind of. If they go into like more of the historical, like this is what kind of happened and this is whatever, as opposed to necessarily like a, I don't know, like a real super character study, because to me that would be a little less interesting. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I watch too much History Channel or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, for me, it's like two thumbs up. It comes out on the 12th here in Denver. I will be there. 
<laughs> All right. All right. Um, what else did I watch? Well, we watched the the trailer for The Rift. That looks so goofy. Okay, so it's a Russian movie where the scientists made a discovery about, and they even put it in quotes, a quote-unquote phenomenon. Right. And he died before he could share his results or his tests yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah. And then... He mysteriously disappeared. He mysteriously disappeared, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like... But then it's like, but it didn't. They didn't. Right, yes. whatever. And then there's this one, like, half a second shot of this, like, evil-looking figure behind the scientist guy that looks like... Basically looks like the devil. Right. He's got, like, the big pointy ears and stuff. Aww. And I was going... This is so weird. This is like some <laughs> Russian horror movie that yeah. probably got made for about 20 grand or something. <laughs> and they even credit the guy who plays the creature. They don't yeah. even say like the name of it, like a Beelzebub or, you know, Loki or anything. <laughs> they just say the creature. Yes. So it's like, okay, whatever. It, it just, it's an entertaining <laughs> trailer just to kind of go, you know, look, this is obviously not going to be that good of a movie probably. Yeah. But it's an entertaining trailer. <laughs> Sort of. Yeah, I mean, it, it has its uh, Franciscus. Oh, it sure does. <laughs> it definitely does. Um, the one I saw, too, the last one on my list, at least, well, I'm not going to do Killer Elite, because that just looks goofy. Yeah. And I, But the problem is, too, is that I like Clive Owen, and I like Jason Statham. Yeah. But it just looks stupid. It's like <laughs> Hitmen battling it out. I've never seen that before, yeah. with either of those actors, even. God. <laughs> I think Clive Owen is actually a really, like, I really like him. I think he's a good actor, and I also think he could be kind of a Jason Statham type, where he could be a tough guy if he wanted to, but he keeps making all these really stupid movies. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I never really consider him to have much weight. Like, uh, you I, know, I mean, I saw, what was that uh, movie with him and Monica Bellucci? Shoot him was, up? Yeah, it was stupid. It was and, stupid, and but... And he it, wasn't great in it. The, the, I think... The best thing, or the thing I like him best in is definitely Children of Men. You know, I didn't see that, though. But, yeah, I know. Bill just ran away. Uh, I'm having a moment. I'm very confused. <laughs> I didn't see it. Sorry. The world has just shifted. <laughs> he was good. He was really good in croupier. Well, you not have seen Children of Men. I'm not going to let this go. Oh, well, I just didn't see it. Sorry. It was one of those ones that I wanted to see, and then it slipped through the cracks, and... Right. Go home and watch it. Okay, fine. It's I like life-altering. Okay, good. Awesome. <laughs> no, I think that he's like, I really do. I think he's a really good actor. And I. it's too bad that he keeps coming up in these like dumb movies that, I mean, in... Nobody knows what to do with him. Though. Yeah, that's true. In Sin City, I, mean, I didn't really like him in Sin City yeah. because he was overplaying it so much. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway, clearly, probably not. <laughs> um, um, so we have two more, I think. And the first one I'll just spring on you, and that is the remake of Spider-Man. I have not seen the trailer. I've it seen was, the guy in the costume. It was on Captain America. Okay. So if you want to see the Spider-Man trailer, go see Captain America. I'll go see Captain America either way. Um, but uh, I got to say, I was watching it going, yeah, Why? Same thing, right? Like, what, what, what the fuck am I here for? Like, yeah. like, I, like, you know, Tobey Maguire isn't even too old yet to play this right. part. So what the exactly. fuck am I doing? Why are they rebooting it so soon? I mean, it was it that big of a freaking disaster? I mean, no, Spider-Man I mean, Three was stupid. I have to imagine that this 
And and I could be totally wrong, but I have to imagine this is going to be a really big flop. Like, it wouldn't I surprise me. I, I, like maybe it's just my misread, but but I just have to look at it and go, really? Like that movie was out like four years ago. Yeah, exactly. The third one. Yeah, and, and it you know it was only started again like ten years ago. So it. Was it even that long ago? I yeah, don't even know. I think, who. I think it was. I think it was 99, 2000. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. You're, yeah, it sounds right. Um, but, uh, but it was like, that, it's not that old. There have been three of them in, like, <laughs> yeah. recent, yeah. very recent I, history. I don't. What the hell is going on? Like, I don't get that like, at all. I think Andrew Garfield's okay, but do I need to see another Spider-Man? The answer is no. Yeah. No, I. this totally mystifies me. I have no idea why they're... Saying, well, let's reboot this three, four years after the last one came out already. And yes, granted, the third one was a turd. Turd. I mean, it's like Sam Raimi was trying to get fired. Exactly. But I think he may have been. I think he may have been too, actually. But like, why? Why do you reboot it that soon? I mean, I can see... Okay, I can sort of see the Hulk. Dollar signs. But to me... Dollar sign. Sure, fine, but why do you make it a reboot? Why not just make it Spider-Man 4? Probably because that would be very expensive. Why? Because you probably, I'm sure. You could replace everybody, who cares? Yeah. But I, then I mean, why not just reboot it with new people? You know, I mean, that's kind of the, why would, if you're going to do, if you're just going to fire everybody and do it, well, then why not let them go back to wherever they want to go back to and do another one? I guess, I... If it was, well, and this is maybe why I don't run a studio, but if it was me, I'd just call it Spider-Man 4 and be like, hey, you know what? We replaced everybody, fine, deal with it. They do that all the time. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I don't know that they do that all the time anymore. They used to. to. Well, okay, now I can see sort of, now this is going to sound weird, but I can understand sort of semi-rebooting the Hulk. Yeah. And it wasn't an actual reboot, really. It was semi-reboot. But... And yes, I know that you're partial to the first one, and this is a sore spot for you and everything else. Well, this is a this I, is a well. My problem with it is that they've now had to reboot it a third time. The Hulk. Yes, because in the Avengers, it's not Edward Norton. Yeah, but you know what? I think they're. I don't think that that's necessarily calling it a reboot. I think they're just uh, recasting. I, yeah. That. They're not so, making a whole new movie. Well, right, because he's, they're lumping him in with something else. But it's not been successful either way. And for me. The Ang Lee version was far more successful than the whoever the fuck the other guy was. Alejandro Zacarea or whatever the hell he was. He wasn't no, some it was French, a French guy. guy yeah. Patrick something that starts with L. La But no, I mean, okay, we're we're basically trying to disagree about agreeing because I don't yes. understand why you reboot Spider Man. And also I think personally that <clears throat> If you're going to reboot Spider-Man, yeah, fine. But maybe wait a little while until this whole wave of all this Marvel stuff maybe recedes just yeah. a little. The only thing I could figure is that is that maybe Sony had to make a movie, or they would, or the rights would revert back to Marvel. That's why they made X-Men: First Class. Right. That's why Warner Brothers oh, made that. Or Fox, yeah. Was it Fox? Yeah, that has worse. Anyway, whatever. But yeah, that's why they made that movie because mm-hmm. if they didn't make one, then it would revert back to Marvel, and they're like, no. Yeah. But it turned out, I hadn't seen it, but apparently it was a good movie. It was. So, anyway, I'm giving a big thumbs down to the Spider-Man reboot. <laughs> but Me I will too. say that I can't, I haven't seen the trailer and whatever. I did see, speaking of uh, superheroes and stuff, 
I saw the picture online of the guy in the new Superman outfit. That picture looked strange. It was weird because like Henry Cavill is normally a fairly attractive guy, and that photo was like Quasimodo going <laughs> on up here. I was like, "What the whoa?" Well, but it's weird. It too does not like look like a Superman. I I need to see. <laughs> I don't know. Just from but, the photo, I was turned off. Yeah, well, but I was gonna be. I hate that guy. Who? Zack Snyder. Oh, he's doing Superman, right? Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I think <laughs> I think it's weird because with the Spider Man and Superman, yeah, uh, the new costumes they have look very similar. They look very similar, but they also I don't know what it is, why this is a trend or whatever in these. They look like they're made out of old recycled tires. They have that weird grid, like um, mm-hmm. rough. Uh, yeah. Why? What's that? Who knows? Phil, because it's destroying, not spandex. They're destroying my childhood. God damn it! Because it's not spandex. Yeah, but it, you know what's with the what's the problem with the um whatever the 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 semi Batman like bat armor type of stuff. It's not necessarily that road rash looking thing, but <laughs> you know it's know. not spandex. Like that was never like his look. Adam West. Know. Well, old chum. <laughs> I think that might be the end of our podcast. Okay. Is it? I don't know. I just wanted to well, do Did voice. you want to talk about that one or not? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Time, the Justin Timberlake drama. Oh, Jesus. About. Now, it, correct me if I'm wrong here, but basically, it seems like what it is is in the future, instead of paying money for anything or being paid money for anything, you're paid in time that you will live. Correct. So if you have a job, say, you go to a job for eight hours a day, you're paid 10 hours on the end of your life. Right. But if you go to the store and buy, you know, fucking bubble gum and comic books, you pay 30 minutes of your life. Right. So it's sort of this bank account of time. Exactly. So there's somebody... No, is it Justin Timberlake that tries to hack into the system somehow and give himself like a thousand years or something? No, along those there's lines? a there's a, a he meets a gentleman somewhere who has, whose you know arm clock says like a hundred million hours or something. Right, and the guy doesn't want it or whatever, so he 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 gives it all to Justin Timberlake. Okay, but yeah, it's supposed to be like you know there's it it sort of came across as this like we can't let them have this many hours, we have right. to stop them kind of thing. And you were much more down on this preview than I was. I thought it looked like an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, you know what it looked like? It looked like a cheap knockoff of Gattaca. Stylistically, every, every, for all intents and purposes, it looked like Gattaca to me. I thought it looked a little bit more like uh, the... Um, oh, now I'm blanking on the name. The Tom Cruise movie, Minority Report. I thought no, it looked a little bit more like that. It was, it was the, at least, I don't know. I think stylistically it looked far more like Gattaca. I didn't like Gattaca, personally. Yeah, it's you. Jeez, um, though, we're being very <laughs> dismissive today, aren't we? I'm always dismissive of you, sir. Oh, good. No wonder I signed up for this. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, again, you were a lot more down on that trailer than I was because I thought it looked fairly interesting. You know, Justin Timberlake is good at, 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 at comedy and movies. Looking at that trailer, he should probably stick to it. You know, yeah, what was the only, what was that one dramatic movie that he did where he was like the war veteran? The yeah, Iraqi well, he war? had a couple of them, 
Yeah. Was that there was another one? Because what the he, it was one where he was like from the he's coming back from the Iraq War. Oh, and then there's there was, another one. There's one with Jeff Bridges called The Road Home, something. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I, I, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. There have been a couple. I mean, I think he's better at comedy than drama. Yeah. Drama. I think, I think that's almost certainly true. So, whatever. I think it'd be interesting. I'm, I might not go see in a theater necessarily, but I will watch it just to see. I'll probably you know, see it just to see if it's any good, but the trailer did not interest me. No. No. Well, it interested me more than you, apparently. So, okay. whatever. We're a split decision on that one. Indeed. Um, the only other thing I have left is that whatever the hell it's called, I can't remember the actual name of it. I think we've talked about Shark that. Lake, or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Shark Weekend. I think Weekend. we've talked about it. Did we? Yeah. Piranha 3D with sharks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a short review. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a big raspberry. Yeah, yeah. I could just see them putting that on the the, the poster, you know, from Amos Gerald of Can You Fucking Believe It? You know. There's an odd uh, thing that I noticed uh, the other day where I was looking through, I can't remember what it was. I was looking through some website where they had various, they, they had the cover boxes pictured uh-huh. of various movies. And um, <laughs> I realized that you can tell the most supremely shitty movie, if they don't even have any quote on the cover whatsoever, they just have some weird tagline at the yeah. bottom, like, it's the time of your life, or something like that. They can't even get one website that's been around <laughs> for 30 minutes to give them a positive review that's so they can put it on the cover, and I went, wow, now that's a bad movie. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, by the way, if any studios are listening, can you fucking believe it? We'll be happy to give you a good review. <laughs> Cha-ching! So long as we get tickets to a premiere. <laughs> We're selling out, baby! <laughs> Send me some swag! Exactly. And I will give a good review to anything. I'll be like, uh, Mall Cop 2? <laughs> Bring us some more! It's the Citizen Kane of Mall Cop movies! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, we're practicing already. Exactly. All right. Well, as always, I think we're gonna be uh, we're gonna we're over here, so we're gonna get going. But as <laughs> an always, hour and a half on this show. Hey, Jesus. you know what? Come on, man. I had to find. Um, as always, you can email us at uh, canyoufbi gmail.com. I did sort of resurrect the Twitter a little bit, which is canyoufbi. Oh, sorry, I'm not using the Twitter lingo at canyoufbi. I don't really use Twitter, so I don't really know it very well. Um, I'm way behind on this whole internet thing. Um, yes. You can like get on like uh, the, the pictures and stuff on there. Oh my hell! Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, uh, we I did create a Facebook group that I think I actually did right this time, as opposed to making it a business. It's an actual group, but you have to ask to join. And if anybody's listening that I that I uh, added by accident, I apologize. But it's can you fucking believe it on Facebook groups, whatever the hell it is. Um, <laughs> well, that's clear. No, no, it's a group. I it's understood a, those instructions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's in a group. It's not a business page, is what I'm saying. Because oh, the one I had before was actually a business page. Oh. But we're not really a business. Because we don't make I any don't money. I don't understand the difference. Yeah, um, well, there is a difference. Where you actually have to request to be added to the... Uh, ew, ew. And if we don't like you, then no. <laughs> so anyway, is that how the all, all the ways that you can get a hold of us? I think so. For the most part. The Tumblr thing. I, call. I, yeah, you give me a call. Shit. <laughs> Send me an email. I'm not giving it to you, the general public, but you know who you are. Um, <laughs> Everybody. Else. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so is that it, Phil? Got anything else to add? I think I've added enough. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, then, on that note, take us out, Phil.
Come on, fucking believe it. Yeah. Tea.